Volleyball, it's kind of here. But more importantly, look how sad these boys are. Welcome to Love It or Weeb It, where we let you know if we love an anime enough to recommend it to everyone or if it's just for the worst of the weebs. I'm Annie, and I love volleyball because it was the first sport I ever played. I'm Jeff, and I don't love volleyball. It's just the thing that happened to be the sport in IQ. So Wow. Hurtful. But true. If you're new to the podcast, each week we watch the first three episodes of a new anime and cast our votes to Love It or Weeb It. Today we're covering 2.43, say in high school, boys volleyball team. And it's subbed on Funimation. Is it 2.43 or is it just 2.43? I don't. I mean, they're not speaking English. So like how we pronounce it in English is a little different. Is it 2.43? It's a decimal. It's it's a number. 2.43? You watch the episodes, right? Like it's explained. It's 2.43. I just don't know how to say it. <laughs> like in English? No, just like in general. Like how would you read that? Uh, I haven't. I guess I haven't really dealt with decimals. Reading decimals a lot. I think you'd say 2.43. I don't think you'd say 43. It wouldn't say. 2.43 no yeah i think that's weird but when you say your height you say f- like 511 or something not 511 that's not a decimal you're right <laughs> <laughs> well now that we've reminded annie of the decimal system what have you been watching or reading in the realm of anime um i watched the given movie and it was really good cried a little teared up well that's a given Oh, oh my gosh. So you'd already seen the anime? The mm-hmm. series? And it was pretty good. And it caught, it makes sense now that I realized that uh, they covered like four volumes of the manga and like the show. And then this was just like the most recent volume that came out. But then that made me really sad because that means we're not getting a season two for like several years. <laughs> mm. But it was really cute. It was really good. The music was fun. I cried a little. And that's all I can really ask for, you know? I'm just kind of thrown off my guard that you actually had an answer. That was relevant. I'm sorry that I watched something for once. Dang. I have I have nothing. I spent all my energy watching Bridgerton. So. I, oh, I hear good things. You know. Yeah, but it's uh, not anime enough to discuss here. So, and I already recommended it. Yeah, it's not Queen's Gambit. <laughs> no. And it, uh, in the end, ends up being about toxic masculinity enough that it could not be anime because anime would never address that. Anime could never do that. Well, I guess without further ado, let's get to the show we're talking about this week, which was my pick 2.43 Say in High School Boys Volleyball Team, which com- like you, that uh, is too long of a title. And it is, yeah. For such a basic concept, like you're just describing the volleyball team. But anyway, uh, this show is notable for a lot of different reasons, but uh, basically it is a volleyball show. If your reaction to that is, isn't there another big volleyball anime? Yes, that's true, but there's also this one, and it's it's different in some ways. I think the most notable way it's different. Okay, a couple of different ways it's different. First of all, this is uh, on the Noitamina TV block in Japan, which uh, sounds like the kind of thing that you would never know about watching streaming anime. But correct. But it has that little um at the beginning. Like if watching shows on Funimation or Crunchyroll, like it has that little um little jingle and animation at the beginning of the episode. The like I think they've changed it actually recently since I saw a Noitamina show. But anyway, Noitamina is a programming block in Japan, which is basically just a single episode. I think sometimes some seasons there are two Noitamina shows, but it seems like recently that has not been the case as much. But there is this season because there's uh, also the Promised Neverland too. But anyway, so it's basically a half hour or an hour of television that I think the goal, last I looked into it, the last, like the goal of the block is to be more like 
anime that doesn't appeal to just your stereotypical otaku that has more of a broad appeal like more a little bit more mature not like you know it's not it's not a hundred percent of like looking at the show there are a lot of really good shows that have aired in this block but it's not like every single thing that is part of the block has been amazing there are plenty of misses but there's also some really good things things like in terms of things we've covered on the show the only thing is millionaire detective so that's not the best track record but <laughs> it's also where like promise neverland aired sarazamai given which you just mentioned <gasps> yay uh wotakoi banana fish okay i like some of these erased yay your line april terror and resonance psychopaths uh, uh, was fine first <laughs> season good i'm giving my reviews <laughs> N- nanana's buried treasure which is a we that was like a show that i really liked when it i don't know what and then by the end of it i was like why did i watch this why did i bother anyway uh it's a notable block and there are a bunch of notable anime that have been included oh eden beast anyway Lots of interesting anime. My point is just that it is like a sign of it being a bit more mature, uh, mature, which sounds like a dirty word. I don't want to be like, oh, it's so gritty and dark, but more, you know, like more less stereotypical anime fare. Well, it can cover more like intense themes, I guess. Yeah. But the other thing that I think is notable about the series, especially in contrast to the Haikyuu that will not be named, um, is that it's not a shonen manga. I actually assumed it was watching these three episodes and assumed that it was kind of like, actually, wait, let me double check this. Okay. So I assumed this was a shonen manga in the same way that like Horami is a shonen manga, where it's like, it's not exactly the most stereotypical of shonen manga, but it's still in a shonen magazine. But no, this is a Jose manga. Which I don't know if we ever covered a Jose manga on the show so far. That was um the what was it the radio one the like listen. Oh, that one might have been. What was that called? That's a good question. We did like, watch three whole episodes. Wave. Listen to me or something. Lis- Yo, yeah, wave. Listen to yeah, yeah. I feel like that could have been Jose. That was Sanin. Right, because we were wow. like, okay, it features a adult woman, but also with a little bit objectifying of her in a way. Yes, 100%. <laughs> so for anyone who's not aware of the term Jose is basically manga for adult women, essentially. It's not really like adult, but it's like an older demographic. And uh, yeah, I guess that is reflective of this show's focus on more like, we'll get into it, but definitely in contrast to Haikyuu, it is less about the like grand shonen spectacle and the like climbing to the top and like being the best you can be and like pushing through adversity and it's more about like character relationships and drama between between the characters but it is also still squarely a high school show if that wasn't evident from the title which includes high school but (laughs) yeah so that's basically i think what uh sets this show apart what did you think about it i I'm really on the fence because I think it has the potential to be very good and interesting. But right now I'm like, I'm still like interested in it and I do want to watch more, but I'm not uh, completely grabbed by it. Yeah, I feel I feel pretty similarly in the like the character drama we've seen has been pretty compelling, but I'm also like, it's not obvious where it's going to go. And it's like, uh, by the end of the season, I'm like, where will... It's also like the, the character drama we've seen has not been so compelling that it's like, I trust everything they're going to do. It's like, yeah. oh, it's kind of interesting, but like, what are they going to fill the rest of the nine episodes with? Or however many left there are. Like, it also, like, depending on how they handle certain aspects of the character's past, like, it could be, like, a really great story for telling like their emotional growth and like i don't know it feels like a very serious like emotional drama and volleyball is just the vehicle with which they're like telling it but like i don't know i really like taiku i like volleyball <laughs> <laughs> uh one thing it also reminded me of is run with the wind which i watched one whole episode of that <laughs> 
The thing is that like Run with Run with the Wind also reminded me a lot of Haikyuu. I think because it had the same character designer for the anime, I believe. Um, maybe making that up because I'm not fact checked that. But uh, it was Run with the Wind felt like it was basically very similar to Haikyuu in terms of like a, an eccentric cast of loud characters, but they were in college, so it was a little bit aged up, a little bit more, um, a little bit less unrealistic shonen, but it also was super unrealistic because they go from like not running at all to like competing in this grand tournament and getting like, extremely good records. So I, this, in contrast to Haikyuu, this does not feel like a show about this team becoming the best team or like even, it's more like they're just aiming to get into the tournament kind of and like. Yeah, I think we're just trying to deal with the, the main char- two characters' emotions. I, I think volleyball is like the very back of it. And there's just like so much we haven't learned or explored that they keep talking to um main character uh Kuraba um about him being like uh, in this like head family or like this rich family and I just want to be like what what's the deal here what are we <laughs> can we hurry up hurry up and explain that for me <laughs> yeah that those family dynamics are are one of the weirdest parts of the show because I I understood when he had like he has a couple cousins that show up and there's, there's like one that's his female classmate there's friends he's hanging with outside of school and this is all in the um the first episodes are set in middle school before there's a time skip and they're in high school and as another element which I found the time skipping very confusing oh so confusing I had no idea what was happening yeah, I went back and like saw some moments where like there was a, like a title that said, okay, a year later or whatever. But like, there's one in particular where I was very confused because it doesn't explicitly mention that like months passed. And I think, I think it um, assumes a decent amount of knowledge of the Japanese school year, which is fair for a Japanese audience. <laughs> right. But it wasn't even just like, oh, we're talking about spring break, which means it's the first week of April. That I would understand, but it was more like, did you notice snow in the background? That means it's winter. Did you notice the snow is gone? That means it's March. And it's like, I would not have made that leap. Come on, like, what's going on? <laughs> um, and I, I think the main part is that it, it goes, okay, wait, I'm trying to think through the timeline because it starts off in their, it starts off in winter of their second year of middle school because they're talking about um, like they're about to go into spring break and they're still going to be middle school by the end of spring break. And for people who don't know the Japanese school system, it the year rolls over over spring break, basically, instead of over summer break. Which I find really weird because their spring break is still only a week long or so. And so they like they, they start the new school year after their shortest break, um, which I find very strange. But so right, so they, they're talking about how after spring break there's gonna be a new crop of fresh for first years. And then they do that exhibition match or whatever it's called in the beginning of that third year of middle school which is where the the whole thing happens where he um doesn't show up to the second game and then Hajima uh what happens with him he, he breaks his he hurts his finger and they lose and that crushes their hopes and then that makes Hajima not play anymore for the rest of the year and then they're in high school and it basically just elides over that skip from like okay there's like the dramatic fallout of the match okay they're in high school and they still have emotions <laughs> yeah so but so they're the they're talking up so they show them in high school they show uh the main guy yuni kuraba join the high school volleyball team and then completely off screen it skips a couple months weeks to i think june because then then they're saying that they've already lost a a um match or whatever that they eventually come back to anyway it's it is confusing and i think those things make sense if you like know when those kind of tournaments would be so it's like oh they reference losing this tournament okay we've obviously skipped past it but i was thinking they were talking about something from last year and the only way i was able to reconcile what was happening was actually by looking up the timeline of haikyuu because haikyuu is like 
a narrative, I mean, aside from eventual time skip, is set over the course of one school year. So, like, I was able to place, like, looking up the terms they were using for, like, oh, we lost this tournament or whatever. I was like, okay, when did that happen in Haikyuu? Okay, now I, now I understand things. Because the, the main thing I was confused by is that they keep talking about the spring tournament. And I'm very confused. Yes. I was very confused because the school term starts in spring. So I was like, is that is the spring tournament the very first thing they do? But now we're in summer already. And I think it's called the spring tournament because they're building up to it throughout the whole school year, which culminates in the spring. Does that make sense? Oh, okay. So it like happens in winter, but like it ends maybe like around spring. Well, so that's what I thought. <laughs> but looking at the dates of Haikyuu, which there is like, a, I'll have a link in the show notes to this um, thoroughly documented Haikyuu timeline. And it seems like the spring tournament, at least in the Haikyuu timeline, uh, like ends generally like the first or second week of January. But I, I guess it's called oh. the spring tournament because they're like practicing for it and building and like doing qualifiers and stuff in the whole school year leading up to then. But yeah, it still technically ends in January, which I don't know if it's confusing. But I think that is relevant to this show in particular because they i mean they're talking about how like the the whole the name 2.43 comes because i guess in practice it's normal to have the the net set at 2.40 meters but in the spring tournament they do it at 2.43 so the fact that the team is practicing at that like three millimeter higher level (laughs) is an indication to hajima that they are taking things seriously and can basically con- is what convinces him to actually care about the team and not just give up on playing volleyball. Mm. Okay, I've talked too much. Uh, what's new? <laughs> <sighs> I was very confused by a lot of things. I had to do a lot of research just to understand what's happening in the show. So Yeah, I was really thrown from the time skip and I was like, wait, where are we? Who are, who's this person asking about the middle school team? I thought we were all in middle school. Where are we? Who are we? Who am I? The first time I was confused was when they're in the tournament or i guess before they should go to the tournament in episode two whatever and i was like okay so is the show set in middle school no because high school is in the title but i'm pretty sure they're in middle school because they're talking about like there's a line where it's like what are you going to do for high school and i'm like okay so i guess they're in middle school and then it became clear at the tournament because they um like all the school's names are like below, below middle school, which they only in the subtitles write as MS. So that could be confusing. And I only knew what they were yes. referring to by MS because the kanji of all the school names had a chew for middle school. So that was confusing. I was like, oh, what's the MS tournament? Like the whole time. <laughs> it's all sponsored by Microsoft. Yeah. I was like, what's going on? <laughs> but that's not the show's fault, I guess. It, yeah. It's not the show. It's the awkward subtitle. Fault. Like yeah. I feel like the first time you could write middle school and then after that abbreviate it. So that was confusing. Overall, like I'm kind of invested in the characters. I want to know like what happened to um, Hajima when he was gone that made him, because he was such a cute little kid. (laughs) What happened? They were best friends. And then he just like ignored his best, his old best friend. Like that's kind of weird. Yeah, I think I am. (sighs) Like even if you've changed as a person, you can just be like, oh, hey, don't like just walk past him, you weirdo. Yeah, he changed so much. Like that first episode, that contrast between how friendly they were as kids and then him coming back as a, well, still a kid, but in middle school. Like such a big contrast. I was immediately gripped by that first episode, but I kind of feel like by the episode three, they've, so I appreciate that they like, they have some tension. They're like getting to know each other again and then have an even bigger falling out because of uh, Kuroba not showing up to the tournament. And I thought that was like realistically portrayed. That was an interesting character drama of him feeling he wasn't needed and feeling like Hajime could do it all on his own. So he didn't need to show up and they didn't show up and then everyone lost. And he's like, now he's like ashamed to see Hajime and all this stuff, like all felt very natural. Mm-hmm. But then I feel like by the end of episode three, it feels like a lot of that stuff has been resolved. 
Like, I feel like they came to a head again and now, like, they tackled each other and... As one does with their friend. (laughs) Yes, while blushing and admitting uh, basically love confession. He's like, I miss you, come back, (laughs) crying in the middle of this gym. So, like, it kind of feels like, okay, things with them are mostly wrapped up and now we're going to move on to other characters and other narratives. And that's where I'm like... I don't know what the rest of the show is going to look like from these first three episodes. Yeah, I I feel like it will be them rebuilding their friendship and then tackling their individual like struggles of, I don't know what trauma that Hajima went through, but he needs to work through that. And then... <laughs> I mean, I kind of assume that, hmm. that it wasn't exactly trauma. I don't know. Like, I feel like he... Well, something... Well, his mom... Okay, so he moved because his mom died, right? Yeah. And then he went and his dad like took him to Tokyo and I'm like he wouldn't have been so awful and I'm like obsessed with volleyball if he had a healthy home life so sums up here because hmm. he was like you don't grab somebody and tell them they're like useless and they're worthless and shouldn't even be playing volleyball if they can't hit something if like you're fine because <laughs> it's it is just a game it's gonna be okay you do if you're Kageyama. That's okay. Listen, Kageyama, he had to get over that and he did. But he also wasn't like, I don't know, it didn't feel as nasty with Kageyama. I think that's because they, they, Haikyuu is like a lot much or a lot lighter of a show. Like there's a lot of humor and a lot of jokes going on. For this one, it's just like, this is drama. Get prepared. <laughs> yeah, I feel like Haikyuu, Haikyuu, because one of the things that sold me on Haikyuu so, so much was the fact that they were dealing with emotions that they were, you know, like, I think I remember the point that like really converted me on the series of, of Haikyuu was when like the, oh my God, what's his name? Uh, the ace, the third year. Um, Akashi? Akashi, I guess so. I think I just don't remember his name. <laughs> um, with the long hair, right? Yeah, the tall guy with the long hair. Like when he is supposed to be this like senior that they all look up to, but is like, too like nervous to come back and has like all these like sad boy emotions and i was like oh wow like they're representing this like authority figure as having this like anxiety like oh that's really interesting so anyway like haiku does have on paper similar kind of character drama and characters going through emotions and stuff but i feel like it's so much more hmm, like loud and bombastic and kind of like things happening the most dramatic way possible and like cool visual metaphors to explain characters emotions and stuff and this is just much more grounded and um i want to say realistic but i'm like i did not have these intense moments in high school (laughs) yeah i feel like i feel like in real life people's dramas like this in high school are much less uh nuanced and characters are are much not characters in real life i think people are just being silly or like there there isn't as much like rich depth to interactions but it makes for good drama when it is more complex like this yeah i'd say it's not a bad thing that it's so different from haikyuu in fact like oh yeah it's better that it's not just a copy for sure i can just see that this won't be as popular as haikyuu (laughs) (laughs) it's still good i think but I just don't know how good it's going to continue to be. I don't know if I would recommend this yet to people. Right. I feel like early on in Haikyuu, I was like, I'm invested in seeing these characters succeed and I want to follow along their journey. And with these characters, I'm like, I enjoy seeing the drama develop so far, but like, I am not like, I need to follow these characters and see, I want them to win the tournament. I'm like, okay, I'm kind of interested. And especially the supporting cast around the main two, the ones that aren't the main two, like, I've not not really been sold on so far. I mean, Oda's attractive, but aside from that, I'm like, he just seems, I don't know, kind of 
I don't sing bland. He's there. Yeah, he's there. And he's like admirable. And he's like, we even saw his, a bit of his struggle about like being too short to play volleyball, but still giving it his all because it's what he's passionate about. Yeah, that feels, it's, it's nice to see someone be passionate about things. Um, but I don't know how far that's going to take us through this. Yeah. Haikyuu has the power of friendship going for it. And also just like everyone's so lovable. Like there's not a character that I don't love in Haikyuu. And one of its strengths is categorizing like even the opposing teams as like people you relate to and you want to root for. Yeah. But in this like I am like the supporting cast I want to see more of. But right now like they're just there. Like, even the cousin, who I, I do like her, but I don't, there's not been enough of her for me to, like, actually have a connection with her. It's just, like, focused on the two boys. Yeah, she was just there. I think we should get to a Twitter question related to the cousin. Okay, let's go. Okay, so this is from at Holy Woman. They want a, <laughs> they said, they want a detailed explanation of the skirt slash sorts shorts scene in episode one please are they cousins why did she speak at normal speed in slow-mo i don't remember that part um and then they followed up later saying okay they're not cousins sorry tweet about watching was very confused by subtitles but um i'm gonna chime in here and say they are they cousins? cousins they are i looked it up in the wiki so um, they are cousins okay good first of all they are cousins second of all her name <laughs> is literally cousin <laughs> i mean it's written with a different kanji but it's pronounced just like the word for cousin which is like She's literally just named cousin. Come on. Wow. Um, they. I guess they hate women here. Hi, there's <laughs> one woman and she's literally named cousin. She doesn't get a name. I mean, apparently, uh, according to the wiki, when I was looking it up, there is some like confusion acknowledged in universe in episode four about that. Like, I guess he like introduces her to, to someone and they're like, wait, is she your cousin or is she named cousin or something? I don't know. We haven't seen that yet. But yeah, uh, it is not great seeing him um, look up her skirt when she's, she's wearing cousin. shorts. She's wearing shorts. Um, is that doesn't make does that make it okay? Does no, it, make it, less weird? it doesn't. But I don't know. It was really weird. And I was like, wait, what is the point of this scene? Is like the shorts going to come up later? Is this foreshadowing of something? But so far, no. So that scene completely left my memory. Because as you recall, when I betrayed you and watched this episode before we did our um, season draft stuff, I had watched this weeks ago and then went and recently watched episodes two and three. And I did not remember the scene existed until we got that Twitter question. So (laughs) I blocked that out from my memory and I was just confused why he was talking to this random girl on the phone in episode two. And then I, now I piece together and I remember that she was introduced. But um, yeah, I do not remember the uh, gross lingering of his eyes. Ugh. And the comments on her shorts was weird. Fun fact, which I, I learned recently that Charles Darwin, founder of modern evolutionary biology, married his cousin and Yay. had like 10 plus kids by his cousin. Like, gross. Great. Always hated that guy. <laughs> yeah. We never got along. Yeah, he, uh, yeah, never liked seeing him around. Oh, well. Did we have more? Yeah, let's questions? get to other. Okay, so um, another question from Ahoy Sigurman. On a scale of one to 10, how much does this anime make you want to take up volleyball after COVID? Um, seven. <laughs> I think I want to play beach volleyball. I think that'd be fun. I don't want to play actual volleyball because that sounds very stressful. But if I'm just like hanging out on the beach, I've got like a couple friends, I would like to play. See, I think this is, it, it invokes a similar feeling in me watching, as, as watching Haikyuu does, which is that, like, I've enjoyed the, like, bits of volleyball that I've played, but it always, like, watching shows like this where they're so skilled at it makes me feel like the kind of volleyball that I'm able to play in that kind of recreational manner does not involve spiking, does not involve these complex maneuvers, so I'm always just like, oh, makes me feel bad. <laughs> 
to compare myself to it. So um, yeah, in terms of realistically playing volleyball, I'm like two out of 10 maybe, <laughs> but, but it can be fun. I will make you play volleyball. I'm going to grab one from somewhere. We're going to go to the beach and set up a volleyball net and it's going to be so fun. I don't know if I've played beach volleyball. In like- it's so much harder. <laughs> then why do you want to do it more? Because, <laughs> well, it's like, more chill like no one's gonna be like jumping up and spiking unless they're a try hard and then you just don't invite them to the to the party <laughs> also uh, a holy sickle woman asked when we we're gonna do a d4 dj episode and uh <laughs> never ever it fell between the seasons because it kind of like aired mid-season so it fell off our radar in terms of uh covering in a main season uh, yeah, I didn't um, know what that was, and I just looked it up. And why would you poison my mind with this? <laughs> I had never. What in? Are you okay? Did I hear about this? I'm sorry. I heard it's good. Is it because it looks insane in a bad way? Dig delight direct drive DJ. I'm l- looking at the opening with no sound, and it looks like they're going to. Um, I don't know. I need to send whoever made this to jail. Actually. Is what I need to do. <laughs> I think I like the very first things I saw of it. I was like put off by like, oh, this looks like bad CGI animation. But yes, it does. Uh, it seems like it's been endearing enough people, even without the, even with the CGI being pretty bad. So uh, I don't know. Why would you try to hurt me? <laughs> Maybe we'll be able to cover in our uh, our runoff election this this season. But unless I think we're going to have a lot of things to fit in there. But what's the other other Twitter question from from at D Blazell? Do we need another volleyball anime? Absolutely. <laughs> yes, because if we didn't need multiple shows of one sport, I would have never gotten Kuroko's Basket because Slam Dunk was already there. And, you know, I'm thankful that I had Kuroko's Basket every day. I feel like yeah, we talked a bunch about how like what what set this what sets this show apart. Hey, get it. <laughs> and what spikes it apart and what bumps right, it apart. I'm hanging up the call. Goodbye. <laughs> um. But I definitely had that reaction at first. I was like, I don't think we need another viable anime. Like you did it, pack up your bags. Um, but I think the other thing that gets me is that like, I kind of instinctively was like, oh, you're copying Haikyuu. Like I want to show my support to Haikyuu by not supporting this other viable anime. But what I've heard is that the the creator of the Haikyuu manga just loves volleyball so much. Like I would have assumed, given how much I don't care about sports, but like Take You, that the author of the manga just, you know, was telling a character-driven narrative that happened to be in the backdrop of volleyball. But no, they just love volleyball and wanted to tell a volleyball story and happened to put amazing characters in it. So I think even the creator of Haikyuu would be in support of there being more volleyball things out there for people to enjoy. Yeah, they just, the whole point, I think they said the whole point of their of creation of Haikyuu was that they just wanted to convey that volleyball is fun. Yeah. That's the whole point of their story. They didn't want any other meaning to come out of it other than volleyball is fun and you should play. And I was like, yes, absolutely. I love you. And this one is like, hey, volleyball, it's kind of here. But more importantly, look how sad these boys are. <laughs> Sorry to this one, but it's so it's a little it's a bit of a downer but that's you know not a bad thing but i am sad yeah it's a bit of a down i mean compared to wonder egg priority it's not like yeah it's a walk in the park actually compared to wonder egg priority <laughs> and i mean we so far about most of the drama we've seen has been very solvable um the one notable exception to that i think is uh hajima's backstory with the um team that he left behind in tokyo that he um 
pushing one of his teammates to try committing suicide, which is terrible and is like not good, not a good look. <laughs> that that that's bordering on Wonder Egg priority territory. And but in contrast, the stuff that they dealt with, like the fallout of um the main character not showing up to the match in episode two, and then like then not talking for for eleven months, and then saying how much I miss each other. That all feels like stuff that like oh, it's watching that did make me feel like oh it hurts to see these characters who like each other and are friends grow apart and be fresh with each other for entirely reasonable reasons. But it's like, you could see it getting resolved. And it did by episode three. So I don't think it's a huge downer. Yeah, show's over. Pack it up. Yeah. We don't need to watch any more. We've gone through it. Friendship rekindled. Volleyball played. Thank you, 2.43 Volleyball Boys. <laughs> the the volleyball that Karoba played. Yes, it's beautiful. Um, Yeah, the more we talk about it, the more I'm like, you know what? It was good, but... Was it good enough for me to recommend to people? Yeah, yeah. I have to watch more, but for now I'm going to wee bit. I think so too. Like, I think looking at this list of characters, I'm like, I think that's the thing. Judging at the end of episode three, the main thing is like, how how excited are we to keep watching the rest of the cast grow and stuff? And how, not just how excited are we, but how sold are we that that is going to be as good as what we've seen so far? And I... Don't feel like I can make that statement confidently. No. Yeah, not after the first three episodes. Sorry to this show. Yeah. Well, I'm weaving it. Are you and you're weaving it? So bye to this show. We'll never see you again. <laughs> I want to keep watching it, but it's hard to keep up with all the shows. We have a lot. It's very stressful to watch all of this. I hope everyone knows how um time consuming this is in our daily lives. <laughs> yes, watching uh 60 minutes of anime once a week. Hey, and like looking up shit about it and then talking about it and then you have to edit it and i just like sit here and i have to wait i have to wait for <laughs> jeff to edit. yeah your life is so hard as a tiktok it's influencer. so hard yes oh i'm so sorry my one my one popular tiktok well one thing i want to talk about a little bit before we close out the episode is the uh i was surprised looking into some of the creative talent on the show there were some fun names like well i did not i went out of guess by the animation style that it's animated by david production who is i think most famous for jojo's but also has done cells at work and fire force um and i just remember when whenever they are announced to be working on a new anime people are like is this the reason we don't have more jojo's Rah. but yes this is what is t- <laughs> taking away jojo's from you <laughs> Um, but also the series composition is uh, Yosuke Kuroda, who did Gundam Build Fighters, which is amazing, one of my favorite anime, and also I think most, I think all of the My Hero Academia seasons and Trigun. So um, I've heard good things about Trigun, and yeah, I don't know. Yes. Another look at the list, I'm like, I mean, Gundam Build Fighters, I'm pretty sure is an original story that they wrote primarily, but My Hero Academia and Trigun are adaptations, and this is also an adaptation, so. I guess those are more representative, but also Gun and Bill Fighter is the best thing ever. So, um, And also it has the same art director as Penguin Drum. So I'm going to take every opportunity I can to mention Great. Penguin Drum. So. Yeah, love that for you. <laughs> you love that. Well, um, it's available sub in Funimation. We kind of spoiled everything without warning. But you know to expect that by now if you're here. We're gonna talk about it. Yeah, these are still early plot beats. And I think especially this kind of show is not about the mystery. It's about the the journey. It's about the friends that you lost along the way. Yeah. Also, um, it is about high school and just now we are in high school. So I feel like this show's really just started. Yeah, it did take until episode three to get into high school. So anyways, weaved it, weaved it. It's on Funimation. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, are you double weaving it? No, we both weaved it. I still want to have a veto power. No, we you, don't, that. you don't need to veto power, actually. Well, is there anything you want to recommend that's not anime, Jeff, now that we have discussed this show? 
I think you should go first. Oh, I love that you would do that. Um, totally love any opportunity to talk about things. I love things and consuming. Oh, actually, no, I was already recommended by somebody else. Wait, you can... WandaVision. I watched it. Oh, yeah. You can choose something that I picked and then it'll just be evident that you are slow and behind the trends. Did you pick it or did Lily pick it? I picked... Wow. I think... Maybe Lily did as well. Okay, do we all just love WandaVision? I mean, I proclaimed my love for weeks ago and you were like, blah, 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 Jeff. I said maybe, blah, 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 but blah, Jeff's blah. usually dumb and wrong. And <laughs> this was the one time you've ever been not dumb and wrong. Um, it was good. And it's a lot of fun. Very mysterious. Love love that for me. I can't really say much about it if it's if you haven't seen it because then it's very spoilery. Kind of sucks to talk about. Yeah, at this point, uh, how many episodes have come out? Six? Apparently the last three episodes are supposed to be an hour long each. Yeah, I'm a little bit, at this point, I'm a little bit like, okay, the season's almost over and um, it's been fun, but I feel like I'm not ready for it to end soon. So No, it's been know. it's been very good. Uh, I binged all of it in a night and then I was very sad that the rest wasn't out, so... Um, don't watch it until it's all out and then watch it all, but avoid spoilers. It's a minefield out there. I'm so sorry, everyone. <laughs> I definitely, I've in the past week gotten in the habit of like, cause at first I was like, oh, just wait to watch it on Friday whenever I have a chance and maybe even Saturday. But then like people kept talking about spoilers. And so now uh, last time I, Eric and I waited until midnight to watch it for Thursday night. So, and I feel like it's the first show in a while that I've been that excited to like stay up until midnight to watch it. So yeah, it's also for me, there's not a lot of Marvel things I enjoy. Like, they're fun. Like, turn off your brain, watch Boom Boom Explosions. But, um... <laughs> Good sound effects. <laughs> Um, most of the time it's like boring, predictable, not a lot of fun other than, I don't know, just looking at pretty colors, but this is like actually kind of smart and it has like the air of mystery and like trying to guess what's going to happen next and like fun callbacks to other things. And it was a good time trying to explain who everyone was to my mother, um, who has seen maybe a third of these movies. And I was like, well, this is so-and-so from so-and-so and... (laughs) Well, it was still fun. It was still fun, even with all the talking. (laughs) It's a good show. Wow. When Redacted showed up from Redacted, that was crazy. (laughs) Oh, oh, I was like, what what are you referring to? Okay, I get it now. Mm -hmm. Um, Crazy. Yeah. And concerning. um, I'm only hesitant because I've heard even more hype for an even more crazy thing to have to happen by the end of the series. And I will be, if it's not more crazy, then like it'll be kind of disappointing in retrospect. But I also feel a little bit betrayed because there was a scene from the initial trailer that I don't know if I read a ton into, but I like was very ominous and foreboding. And uh, this latest episode isn't spoiling too much. Turned out it was set in Halloween and people were just in Halloween costumes. I was like, oh, oh, okay, never mind. They had to trick you. Yeah, it was a good trick. And they probably are going to lean into that not being just a trick, but also being a treat. But uh, Okay, anyways, what are you recommending? (laughs) (laughs) Well, Annie... I don't like how you said that, and we're going to go. Actually, have a nice time, everybody. Review us on Apple Podcasts. Uh, reach us at loveitorweaven at gmail.com. We're at loveitorweaven on Twitter. There's something I've been wanting to tell you for a while. No, I'm so scared. <laughs> my roots are planted in the past, though my life is changing fast. No. Who I am is who I want to be. A single mom who works too Stop. hard. What are you? Kids and never are you singing Reba at me? With gentle hands and the heart of a fighter. I I'm don't like sur- this. 
<laughs> okay, it's time for our podcast within a podcast. Welcome to Love It or Weeb It. No, <laughs> I refuse. I refuse to do this. What's happening? Uh, I can't. I can't talk. Um, I'm recommending Barb and Star go to Vista Del Mar. Why? It's um as as this podcast number one Reebu or Reeb for short. <sighs> it it has good Reba McIntyre content, and I have looked this up, and there is no Reba show recap podcast on the internet. So I think we need to spin out this Lover to Reba segment into its own podcast. I can't believe you um, sung Reba at me. I can't believe I prepared that and then didn't think about what to say afterwards. You're just like, yes. Um, <laughs> and Barbed Star, go to Vista Del Mar. Thank you. Have a nice day. That was your whole plan? That was the full extent of my plan. It's a good movie. Um, Reba's in it for like a half second, but uh, it's with Kristen Wiig and I forget the name of the other co-star, but she- Wow, uh, very hurtful to this person. I don't, because I don't think she's as famous for acting because she co-wrote Bridesmaids um, and this movie is the two of them co-starring and co-writing and it is very, very strange humor. It's kind of- I've heard it described as a mix of Austin Powers and Wayne's World. I've never seen Wayne's World though, but I can what? see it's definitely. Um, okay, that's going to be our next classic review: is watching <laughs> Wayne's World. <laughs> um, it has a lot of Austin Powers DNA, and it's just very strange and very weird, but also really fun. And I would recommend it. I would, I would love it and read it. Okay, that's great. Um, Anyways, you can find me on, on Twitter at any other name. <laughs> and I am on Twitter at number one Reeb. No, you are not. <laughs> <laughs> and also at definitely Jeff. Jesus, okay. And join us next week for So I'm a Spider, So What? You gotta say it more enthusiasm. Join us next week for So I'm a Spider, So What? <laughs> so I'm a Spider. Hey, I'm walking. You walking here? <laughs> Anyways, I'm hanging up this call. Bye. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> And as we always say, hunger is the best pickle. I'll take this chip and eat it. Oh, that's original. Bet no one's done that before. Listen, shut up. I think I'm funny and that's all that matters. Okay, let's start. Okay, let me and eat this chip. Also in the back of our minds, be prepared to have to re-record all of this if it doesn't work out well. I'll kill you. Let's make this a 10-minute episode. <laughs> but true, if you're new to the podcast, each week we watch the first three episodes of a new anime and cast our votes to love it or weep it. Today, uh, Annie looks at the script. <laughs> it's red. It doesn't match my other lines. Wait, they're not all red? Oh, I'm so sorry, Jeff. <laughs> It's hard. I, like I, I, I pick a color in the color picker, and then I never, Do I don't know how to find the same color picker. To be yellow or red, because the top part's yellow and the bottom oh, part's red. What? The top part's red. Oh, this is yellow. <laughs> this is gaslighting. Look at, look at the drop down for the text. Why is it over there? What's going? What's it doing over there? I see it's in the yellow column. Okay. <laughs> But that's like a dark, that's like orange. Sure, it's like a straw. Oh, it, uh, the little tooltip says dark yellow too. Do you want me to change it? I don't know what to do in life. Just keep going. You're everything that's not blue. I'm blue. You're everything that's not blue. Okay, intro. Anime ketchup. <laughs> or black. Wow, okay, fine. Um, <clears throat> today we're covering four, nope. <laughs> Bye. Bye.
And as we always say, I'm a survivor. I'm no. going to kill you with my own two hands. And as we always say, hunger is the best pickle. No, we don't always say that. Stop saying that every week. <laughs> That's what we're doing for the season. No, what we're saying is so I'm a spider. So <laughs> with gentle hands and the heart of... I didn't know you recognize the song. I'm going to kill you. Can I read you some of the names of the people who have liked my TikTok? Are there any Reba fans? No. Because I have to tell you, that time where I joked on Twitter that we were going to become a Reba McIntyre, a podcast recapping the Reba podcast, it got retweeted by an actual Reba fan. So, you know, they're out there. We can have a big potential audience. I don't think we can record these names being read out loud. Oh, no. Just because I don't want them out in the world. But one of them, which is less tame, no, is more tame, is... uh, Neji's left booty cheek hair. Very specific. I applaud you. Um, another one was Matthew McConaughey fan, so I did block them. They are blocked. Is he problematic? I just hate him. Um, <laughs> and his Super Bowl commercial haunts me. I hate um, Will Dickie, so I understand. I already told you um, Hawks Pussy Crumb 69. I don't really want to read this last one. Uh, please cut this. Uh, Kakashi's crusty Thank you for liking my TikTok. You were okay. What was the bussy one? You were okay reading that one, but not the crusty talk one? Yeah, I was. (laughs) Um, The other one feels more genuine, I feel like. Well. Was there someone screaming in the background of yours? Oh, that's just my torture room. All right. So have a good day. I'll talk to you later. Um, My hand's been raised in Zoom this whole time and you have not acknowledged me. Oh my God. I'm was looking at our outline. I don't know. How do I get rid of the hand? I don't even see the hand. You're the leader. Only you can see that. I can't even raise my hand. Oh. Discriminatory. I can put you okay. in the waiting room. I'm stopping the recording. <laughs> <laughs>